Girl, Your Journey Starts Here focuses on helping women in business master their mental health and entrepreneurship. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepard, Transformation Biz Coach, this podcast presents the best content on business, self-development, mental health, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. podcast for you all I missed you I missed doing the podcast so I am here um I y'all know that I've been away for two weeks because my sweet sweet grandbaby was in town but I'll get into that in just a second um if you are tuning in for the first time thank you thank you thank you and for my subscribers thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode I am Olivia B. Shepard your transformation and biz coach and I haven't been, I didn't do a podcast for two weeks, like I said, um, because my grandbaby was in town. So this is the first episode um, as we come to the end of the month of June and act- and Pride Month. Shout out to all of my sweet loves that represent Pride. I love you all for loving who you want to love. It's not my business and neither is it to anybody else. Now, with that being said... Um, I am happy to be back. I missed you all. Y'all know how much I love talking. And so I haven't been able to talk um, <laughs> for two weeks on my podcast, but I am ready to get back in action because I have some things that I want to talk about. But let me say first off how much I enjoyed my baby. My grandbaby was such an adorable little man. He's four years old now. He celebrated his fourth birthday here with us. So I'm super excited about that. It was so fun just being Gigi. And for those of you all who know me, y'all know I don't really do good with kids anymore like I used to, even though, yes, I've taught kids and I am thinking about substituting again. But me, I ain't got to have, as long as they're not in my house every day, I'm good. Okay. I like being an empty nester and I also love having just an adult child and I keep it moving and I can send him back to Texas where his little butt came from. So, but I was in GG mode every day because he had to come stay with me um, in the mornings while his dad was working so I had to actually you know drop everything you know no podcasts no Facebook lives um it was hard for me to get some t-shirts done even though I was doing some t-shirts and it was so funny because it kept saying we were about to go to the park it's like um to and we were we were going somewhere Friday our last day and he when I came downstairs and we were just chilling and it's like Gigi you don't have any t-shirts to do today I was like, oh my God, this boy has been around me for two weeks and he is all up in my business. So it was, it was so much fun having him here and I am forever grateful for being this Gigi. So let's get into today's episode. You can't heal because you're trying to heal everybody else. Now I had to bring this topic up because I used to be this person, but I've also started to see it more in my clients. I've also started to see it in a lot of people that I know. 
And it was starting to, you know, I was in a mood today. Well, yesterday, because I had to speak with a client that I had been dealing with for about three months and it's, it's three months longer than two months longer than I wanted to deal with her. Um, not because she's a bad client or anything, but because she's not listening to me and you know, me and her go back and forth, go back and forth. And we were, and I did a live one yesterday and you can go and catch it on my, my YouTube channel that said I was about success happening overnight in your healing. Well, healing doesn't happen overnight because some of the times the reason why you all are not healing is because you're trying to make everybody else heal. You're trying to fix everybody around you so that you don't have to do any of the work of healing on your own. Okay. Yeah. I said what I said. You're not working on yourself because you're too busy trying to work on everybody else so that you don't have to self-evaluate so that you don't have to correct what's going on with you. See, sometimes it ain't everybody, but it's you. Y'all remember me telling y'all this in some previous podcast episodes that you can't continue to blame everybody for what's going on because you might be the problem. So that's why you're not healing as fast as you want to heal because you're trying to heal your marriage. You're trying to heal your children. You're trying to heal your, your friends. You're trying to heal toxic and men toxic relationships before you start to heal yourself. And a lot of you all are scared to heal because you're, you're, you're afraid if I start to heal, maybe some of these same people don't need to be around me. And y'all afraid of that. Okay, and I'm going to tell you why. You are afraid because you're dependent on these people. See, a lot of you all don't get rid of the toxic people in your life because you're codependent on them. You need them in your life. Y'all remember me telling you this also in a couple of episodes ago that my mother was codependent on my grandmother. So she couldn't move to a whole new state. Because she was codependent on that relationship, with that relationship. It's not that she doesn't, you know, that you can't love your mother in in a different state. You can. People do it all the time. But because she was codependent on what my, my grandmother was doing for her and what she was doing for my grandmother, that she couldn't even live her life. Some of you all can't heal because you were sitting around Try to heal your marriages. Okay. Let's start with that one first. And now I'm not saying that, you know, you know, if your marriage is broken and some things are going on, you can't work on your marriage. That's not what I'm saying. Some of us included are in marriages where we are the people that we're married to need healing. So we're trying to fix them. And I remember I was this person. I would sit down and I would say, Lord, please let my husband's um, mindset be good. Lord, please look on my husband. He doesn't understand me. Lord, please look over my. No. God was telling me at the time, and this is not when I was really listening to God, but sometimes he comes to you and you can hear him and you could get that nudging feeling. And then he was like saying, nah, boo, is you. When you start to heal, you will realize that some of the things that you were worried about what your husband was doing won't matter to you anymore. And see, that's what happened. When I started my healing process, some of the things that I would let him say to me that I didn't know, that I knew that didn't make sense or I knew that hurt my feelings. Now I'm like, you know, I really got to take that. I love him. 
but it's not right for him to say those things. Okay? See, some of you all are trying to heal, and not just marriages, but relationships. Okay? Boyfriend, girlfriend. Or girl, girl. Boy, boy. Whatever you're in. You're trying to heal that person. You're not healing yourself. Then you're jumping into these relationships, and both of y'all unhealed as hell. But you are afraid if I actually start working on myself, then I might say, I don't need this person in my life. And he says, but see, but, but since you're codependent on the relationship, you can't get out of it. You don't want to heal because I might lose this person. Same thing when it came to me with my, my parents and my family. See, I spent years trying to heal them. I spent years trying to make them the family that, you know, y'all see on on Facebook. And I, I kept, for years, kept the secrets. And for years, you know, smiling and shouting them out on Facebook while deep down inside I was hurting. Being hurt by them. On taking their crap. But when I started healing and working on me, it meant I might have to leave these people alone. And yes, you can set and cut off your parents. You can set boundaries and you can cut off your parents. Stop giving people, especially people who are, you know, who, 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 who have parents and they, you know, they love their parents to death and their parents did everything. All of us didn't have all of that. And how, how dare you all judge people who were different from you? I didn't have the hallmark life. I was raped at 12. I was running away from home. I mean, my house was nice. It was clean. You know, she bought me any toy I wanted, but that couldn't compensate for the emotional abuse. I remember, I also told you in another podcast, do y'all see a pattern? Y'all need to go back and listen to some podcasts, some old podcast episodes. I didn't know what a family trip was until I got old. I didn't know that you could leave the state as a family. See, so some of the things that you all have, the memories you all have with taking trips here and there, and the memories you all have with cookouts and and family get-togethers, I didn't have all those things. Now, it doesn't make me a bad person, and I'm not judging you. But don't judge me, you know, because people are quick to tell me, well, you can't, you know, if you don't talk to your mama, you ain't got but one mama, and, you know, God said, I know what God said. I studied the word and he said, honor them. And I do. And I have, but he ain't said nothing about taking abuse from them. And just because my abuse doesn't look visible because you don't see the scars of an abusive parent, you know, like some of you all who probably been beaten by your father or, or, you know, your mother, Just because you don't see the scars doesn't mean that they're not there. I was a wounded 12-year-old, and I became a wounded adult. But when I decided that I wanted to heal, there were some things that I could not take with me, some people that I could not take with me, and they were the people. We're quick to say we can get rid of friends, but we have family members that treat us just as bad. 
You don't want to heal because you are afraid to lose these people because of what society tells you you should be doing. And for those of you all in the black community, for us in the black community, y'all already know how we do. Oh, ain't nothing like mama. Oh, we got to do this with mama. And mama is, no, everybody ain't got to do that. Everybody don't have to do that. My, My brokenness was from them. And I kept that a secret. I went on with life for years until I became a broken adult who needed medication, who needed therapy, who tried to commit suicide. But I spent years trying to heal those people. I spent years arguing arguing and trying to fix situations that we all were in together. I spent years listening to, you know, us cuss each other out and, and call each other names and not talk to each other and then get right back. It was just like a toxic, abusive relationship. It just happened to be my family. And if we're telling a woman who is being verbally abused by a man to get the hell out, why we can't say that to children who are being abused by their parents verbally? emotionally just because you don't see the scars doesn't mean that they're not there but I spent years as a wounded adult trying to heal that relationship trying to mend those relationships you spend so much time trying to heal other people that you're too drained to heal yourself and that's who I was Hence the reason why I tried to commit suicide. Hence the reason why I walked around looking, you know, exhausted sometimes. Hence the reason why I lost weight sometimes. Why I drank. Because I was exhausted from trying to heal people who don't want to be healed. See, that's another thing. You're so busy trying to heal people who don't have, some of these people don't even think they have a problem. I love my husband, I love my mother, I love my father, I love my sister, and I love my niece. But not neither one of them think they need um, therapy. Neither one of them. Every last one of them are a little nuts, and neither one of them want to go see a therapist. So how do you? how can I continue to heal people who don't even acknowledge that they need healing? Stop spending your time or trying to mend and hear broken relationships, you're only hindering your own growth. You're hindering your success, especially for those of you all who are in business. And I know some of you all who don't run your business, can't go back to school, can't do anything because you're too busy trying to heal mended and mend broken relationships. Let's go to the kids. Y'all know how I feel about children. Y'all know I love my son to death, but I will not put up with his indecisive behavior. One day he, he's making a decision to do what he needs to do. The next day it's my fault. And guess what? Each day I say, okay, Kenneth, and I keep it moving. I am not the ride or die parent. I am, and, 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 and let me get this one thing straight too, because I hear it all the time, the little subtle jabs at me, like, how can you be a parent and not, or a mom and not love your child? Who, who said that I don't love my boy? 
Who said that I'm not a parent? I'm still going to be his parent regardless if I put up with his crap or not. But I am not going to try and help heal his brokenness. Because, see, I have, I have, I have raised him the proper way. See, I didn't do what my mother did to me, to him. He didn't like what I was telling him. Didn't mean that that was wrong. He just needed to find out the hard way. But what I was not going to continue to do was let him say things, anything he wanted to do to me. I wasn't going to let him decide that he could, you know, just go off and well, then buy. You know, there are days right now we still like keep me and him got into a little spat a couple of days ago about something. And he was like, see what well, you need to, I don't need to do anything because I'm a grown woman. I'm your mom. And like I explained to him, if I got to watch who, who I am and he has to watch who he is around the women that he, cause he, you know, the whole thing was about some little chick he's with that, um, was upset by something I said. I am who I am. My son is who he is. And like I explained to him, I'm not watching who my, who my mouth around your little sensitive women. And I explained to him, you, if you can't be who you are, you don't need these women in your life. Point blank. I shut the conversation down and I was done. And I went on about my day and I went on about my life. Because I can't heal and heal myself and hold on and try to heal and fix him too. There's nothing wrong with him. I mean, the things that he's going through is just life. But y'all are spending so much time trying to heal grown over 25 year old children or over 21. These people are grown. If they're cussing you out, if they're going on about their lives and they don't want you in it, then bye. Does it make you less of a parent? Does it make me less of a parent? But you cannot heal people that don't think they need healing. You spend so much time trying to keep. So, and you know what? And this is how I like to look at it. If my son, if I die today or tomorrow, what are you going to do then? You need to teach your children how to survive because anything could have took me out, especially with COVID being around the corner before we got all vaccinated. How does that look? You die and your kids still doing the same old stuff that you've been trying to keep them from doing and they still doing it after your death. And now you don't waste most of your time stressed out and dead trying to heal these people. You can do the best you can with your children by praying for them, letting them make their own decisions. Now, I didn't have, my mom didn't stay on me to help me because my mom didn't teach me anything. She didn't teach me about credit. She didn't teach me that I shouldn't be messing with married men. She didn't teach me anything. She showed me all I saw was what I saw. But there was no, you can go to school. You can be anything you want to be. This is the decision. This is what you should be. I didn't get that love. So when I tried to give it to my son, apparently his thug want to be crazy behind it and want it either. And eventually he will see 
And sometimes he always sees later, I mean, earlier than later, that, okay, mama was right. When he went to jail, he didn't tell me about him getting into trouble and doing the things he was doing while he was in the military. You know why? Because he knew good and well it was wrong. He knew that I didn't approve, wouldn't approve of him selling drugs or trafficking drugs in the army. He knew that. That's why he didn't mention it to me. But let me tell you how slick he tried to be with me when, when his little his when his life was falling apart after he did his little jail time and he came back home and things weren't working out for him. He would say, "Well, you didn't say nothing when I you I was sending you all those gifts and I was sending." Okay, thank you. Hell, I thought you was got a pay raise in the military. I didn't know what you was doing. So yes, why wouldn't I not accept the gifts? Because he was trying to find somebody to blame for his own mistakes. See, he, he didn't want to tell me he was trafficking because he knew I would have got hold to him. I probably would have called his commander and, and told on all of them. But see, he didn't tell me because he knew I'm a snitch because <laughs> I would have did it. But he didn't tell me. But when he decided that, you know, he was down on his luck and it was my fault. He didn't want to take responsibility that he never told me that he was meth, uh, trafficking meth. He never told me he was hanging around with his, his sergeant that was a, a, a big dealer. He didn't tell me these things. But because he didn't want to listen to the things I told him before. I've been in trouble. I have a criminal record. I did everything in my power to keep my son from going down that road. And then he did it anyway. But why is that my problem? Now, remember I told you, for a hot second, I did think it was me. But it ain't, and it wasn't. I I can't take responsibility for grown children. And neither should you. Neither should you. Your healing is about you and you only. And see, once you start to heal, you will start to be just like me. When your children start to call you with that stupid stuff and that crap, you're going to start going off on them. And you're going to be going off on lo- as, as, in love, not because you hate them, not because you don't want them to be around. And they, and they, and they may stop talking to you. My, he loves to pull that. He ain't going to call me for a couple of days. Oh, okay. Long as I know that you're good, I'm good. Cause I ain't finna run behind you either. And that's just how you keep it. And you keep it moving. I pray for my son every day. I pray for my parents. I pray for my sister. I pray for my niece every day. Doesn't mean that I don't love them, but I protect my peace and my healing. And that's what you have to do. You can't heal trying to fix everybody else. You can't heal. Let's talk about the friends for a hot second. Stop here trying to heal chicks who you know be messy. Y'all love trying to save and keep a, a messy chick because that's your ride or die. And y'all, y'all kill me with that. Or oh, I'm her godmama to her kids. So what? If she messy, if she trifling, if you always hear me, because I, and I know a lot of these people, y'all always come back and tell me, what they, this person was saying, because you're tired of hearing what the person said, and you're tired of hearing what the person going through, but yet you're trying to heal this person just because y'all been friends for so long. Get out of here with that. You are going to step into a new season of your life 
when you start healing. And a lot of you all are afraid of that. What if I go into the season and I don't have any friends? What if I go into this new season and I get divorced? What if I go into this new season and I don't have my mother or my father or my friends or my sisters or my brothers and cousins around? Well, I'm entering those seasons. And I'm going to tell you, I'm here to tell you, it's going to be okay. I don't got that many friends. I got four friends, five. All of them are my friends. I call them my family. I no longer run with the people who I used to club with or drank with or do sleazy stuff with. I don't hang with those people because those people didn't have anything going on. And guess what? Those same people are still doing the same things. I don't talk to my family anymore like that. Now I, I have, I've, I've always told you that I have room to mend the relationship with my mother. And I did talk to her a couple of days ago when my grandbaby was in town, but that's as far as I go because I know that they're not healed. I know that they don't think they need healing. I know that they still blame me and fault me for not speaking to them. So I don't trust as much as I used to. I don't let them back in like I used to. I have my conversations and I hang up the phone. And I left it at that. I am about healing me. I'm about working on me. I am still healing. I am still growing. I am still in a learning process about my life. I have made so many mistakes along the way that I don't have time to sit around and babysit everybody else's feelings. I don't have the patience to continue to help people heal who don't think they need healing. There will come a time when they will decide I need healing. I need help. But it's not for me to do. It's not for you to do. Your healing is about you and about you only. When you start to heal, you will see behaviors differently. You will start to see how people, who, how people treat you differently. You will see these things when you start to heal. And there will be things that you will not tolerate. There will be places you will not feel good about going to. There will be people that you just be are downright disgusted about being around. When you start the healing process. And I feel good about my healing. I'm not there yet. Every day is a freaking process. And I'm getting there slowly but surely. And I don't apologize for wanting to heal and be better. I don't apologize for protecting my peace. I no longer apologize for wanting to go to sleep at night without the foolishness and the drama and the toxic stuff in my brain. And when you start healing, it also makes you a better person out in the world and dealing with other people. Because I used to be a road rage queen. 
I used to get on the internet and argue with people. I used to sit around and just be mad at everybody who walks around me. I would always be just in a mood every day, just mad. Now I get up and I just kind of go about my day. I pray that things will work out in the grocery store. I pray that things will work out at the park. I just, I just go about my days like, you know, I hope because sometimes some of the people that you run into are going through things too. That's probably why they're mean. That's why they're, they're, they're hateful. Now I'm not saying just cause you get here, you, you, you can just be soft. Cause okay, don't get it twisted. Don't come for me. I'm healing, but I'm a, I still will swing on you. Okay. But I understand that people that have chips on their shoulders are going through things because I was that person. And when you start healing yourself, you understand that. So I try to be now as kind as I can to everybody that I meet because you never know the one thing that you may say may brighten their day. And that's the person I've started to be when I started my healing. So your healing is for you. Your healing is about you. And you only. All of those good things, I'm telling you, sometimes when you change your behaviors, others change too. It doesn't happen all the time. It's not happening in my life right now with the people that I'm dealing with. But eventually, it probably will. But right now, I can't worry about that. I have to work on me. So that's it. That is it for this week's episode. From now until July 4th at midnight, I am offering sales in both of my businesses. One of them is you will be, you can work with me for four weeks for 97 bucks. I will help you start your healing process. I will help you, you know, go through some mind clutter and, and, and declutter your mental, you know, anxieties and all those things that you're dealing with. I will help you in the process of starting to get yourself to a point where you can start healing. I'll help you get some of your business ideas off the paper and we can start putting some things into motion. So for four weeks, I will work with you. I'll be your business mentor. I'll be your transformation coach for 97 bucks. That's from now until July 4th. Also, in the t-shirt biz, for those of you all who love buying the t-shirts from me, I am having all of my t-shirts go on sale for 10 bucks from now until July uh, 4th. And y'all need to check that new affirmation tee. I am so in love with this, this, this particular t-shirt. I'm obsessed with affirmations for those of you all who who follow me in my group and know everything um, who follow me know I love affirmations and this new affirmation tea was something that I created myself so I'm super excited about my new creation but it's this really super great tea because sometimes you need to be reminded of who you are during your healing process and I am wonderful I am blessed I am healing I am successful 
These are the words that you need to recite to yourself constantly. Make up your own affirmations. During your healing process, you're going to need to do positive self-talk more often. You're going to have to continue to talk yourself into your journey, through your journey. So why not wear it as a tee? <laughs> so that's it. Thank you all again for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel um, on YouTube for those lives. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. If you are over there on iTunes, please, please, please give a sister five stars. Leave me some comments. If you want to work with me, please hit me up um, for that new four week coaching if you have some idea some ideas for my podcast um any topic that you want me to go over some questions you want me to answer please dm me or hit me up on um um in my email um i usually leave the email address in my uh podcast notes i am rooting for you all i am praying for you all healing is hard but it's worth it until next week. Peace. You guys. You've been listening to girl. Your journey starts here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe rate and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard until then.